11.3% of the population in America has diabetes. 1.4 million Americans are diagnosed with diabetes every year. The medical cost per year is $237 billion. Diabetes, it's everywhere. In fact, you're a voice guy. I live with diabetes. This is the Embrace Podcast. Diabetes is everywhere. It affects all age groups, all ethnicities, all walks of life. And on this show, we talk about diabetes awareness, current events and news, tips, advice, motivation. We'll speak with guest speakers. Welcome to the family. This is the Embrace Podcast. And now your host, Jazz. Hey Embrace family, welcome to the podcast. So today I have a special guest. Her name is Chloe and we'll be learning more about her. So Chloe, if you don't mind, um, if you could tell us a little bit about yourself currently and then we can get started with um, your diabetes story. Oh, okay. Um, So I'm Chloe. Um, I'm a full-time college student. um, I also work full time for an esports league. I am a team manager for my college that I go to, and then I also game manage for a game title in our league. Um, there's really never a dull moment in the esports mm-hmm. scene. <laughs> I've heard um, very good things. <laughs> yeah, there's always a lot going on. Um, I have two cats currently that live with me. Um, I live with my boyfriend and his family, um, and that's about where life is right now. That's so fun. That's so fun. So, tell us, um, how you got diagnosed with diabetes. So, a few years ago, probably, like, maybe, like, three or four, I just started blanking out randomly in my day. Just, like passing out, going unconscious. Wow. We thought it might have been something to do with, like, kidneys, liver, something of that sort. Mm-hmm. And we never thought it could be diabetes until about a year ago, I started having problems with my vision. Mm-hmm. And they were like, hey, it could be diabetes. You could have blurred vision when your blood sugar is high. And I'm like, very odd. It's not really like common sense. Mm-hmm. Um, like common sense as in like common knowledge. Right. So we started doing some tests and I started fasting and getting tests done. And they were like, hey, you could have type 2 diabetes. And I'm like, calling my parents. I'm like, does this run in my family? Does it run? like in the family line anywhere and it showed up like on my mother's side like her brothers had it she had some of it mm-hmm. when she was younger but she kind of like i don't say like got over it but learned how to handle it and never really told anyone mm-hmm. so we learned that and then we also learned a lot of other things when i started like actually buckling down and learning more about my like physical health right 
So when you were like passing out and going unconscious, were you going to the hospital after that, or were like what was that like? Um, so that was kind of scary because I was still in um, high school yet at the like at the time. So it was like, so I did law enforcement through high school, mm-hmm. just as like a trade or like a like a um, vocational school type of thing. Mm-hmm. So I went into law enforcement, so it was very heavy on my body, like physically, mentally, and I ended up developing an eating disorder at that point, and so I stopped eating, and then we figured out later that my blood sugar would drop super, super low. Wow. Like, and during all that, like, physical activity? Yeah, so I wouldn't eat for two or three days, but very minimal eating, Mm -hmm. and so it caused my blood sugar to go lower during physical training or just, like, throughout my day. That's crazy. That's crazy. What were you, what were the symptoms um, that you were experiencing that you can now say, or that you've now learned, um, were, like, symptoms of diabetes? Um, so I would say just like the major things, like if I dropped too low, I would start getting weak and dizzy, like headed, passing out even. Mm-hmm. And then on the higher range, which I didn't know was high, like high sugar levels at the start, was very blurred vision. I would get very angry over just minimal things. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think most of mine were lower at the time than high when I I look back on it most of the time it was low low symptoms showing up over and over and over wow that's crazy that's crazy I feel like everyone has such a different and unique story um from when they were diagnosed that it's like no one story is the same so I hear that uh, you have something new or a new device. How have you been liking that? And can you tell everyone what it is? Um, so I recently got um, the Dexcom G6, which I love. I even found some cute, like super cute, like Dexcom stickers. Mm-hmm. So it looks kind of cute and I'm not like ashamed to like show it, like show it off in a way. Yeah. Um, so I have currently two people that also watch my levels throughout the day on the app. Mm-hmm. It just helped a ton. So like when I'm napping or I'm busy with work and I don't look at my phone as often, they, they get a hold of me and they're like, Hey, you're high. Oh, Hey, you need food. Go get food. Oh yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, sometimes I think people who don't have diabetes can get so wrapped up in the numbers so i would definitely you know have that conversation with them like you oh know? i know sometimes <laughs> i'm like i know i'm low and i like i ignore the notification first time around it's like maybe low 80s like mid 70s mm-hmm. and the next thing i know i'm like dropping down into the 60s and i'm like oh i should have corrected this Ten yeah. minutes ago when I first got the notification or 20 minutes ago when somebody was like, hey, you're going low, you should fix it. 
Yeah. Sometimes, like I said, those people, people in our lives, they care so much about us, you know. They just care, so they're looking out for us, which is so sweet. I'm so glad that you have people that are connected um, to the app that can call you, you know, in case you are asleep or, you know, you're not quite feeling yourself but you don't know why it hasn't hit in it hasn't settled in yet i'd say um because sometimes when we go low or if our blood sugar is lower and we don't know that the fact that when it does drop and we're like oh like you know like why do i feel this way and it's not a first thought like oh it's my blood sugar we have those people in our corner i can say hey um you're not right <laughs> oh i know I know. So how has um, having diabetes and being in college, how has that been for you? How has your experience been? Um, so it's actually really wild since it came on, like, during the middle of my semester, I would feel like. Mm -hmm. It's been, like, trying to reach out to, like, my campus nurse, my athletic trainer on campus, my coaches, my directors of, like, especially in esports where I have headset on all the time i'm gaming i'm busy team managing i'm game title managing i get so wrapped up that i i'm like okay guys if i don't look at my phone when the first notification goes off please call me out in game or call me somehow get my attention right have you um do you know that uh, or have you spoken with anyone about having special accommodations while you're in college? Um, so the only accommodation that I've been able to get is some people get my Dexcom receiver mm -hmm. mixed up with, like, my cell phone. Mm. So most, like, tests and finals, you're not allowed to have your phone. Mm -hmm. But they're going to allow me to have, like, my Dexcom receiver and, like, my diabetes bag out and, like, snacks in case I do, though, mm -hmm. I can have them. So I, I'm trying to think of the name of the office specifically. Um, but hopefully it'll come to me. And if not, I'll definitely text you and let you know. Um, and then also I'll put it um, as a post with uh, Brandon on the Embrace podcast page. But while I was in college, I was able to have certain provisions. Um, so... I was allowed to, like, take tests by myself. Um, so in case I did need to stop or... Uh, I want to say it was the... Oh, I can't think about what it's called. Um, I don't know why I want to call it Access Office. Um, so I went to my college's Office of Accessibility, I think, mm -hmm. is where I went for mine. But that's where all, like, the medical students are, all of, like, the... Um, graduate assistants are everyone like training to be where they want to be in life so maybe it was the office of accessibility something like that and also I think they're called different places different times or different places uh, different things at different places um, but when I was in school like a high school and college I had what's called an IEP plan which is an individualized education plan um, and that's what allowed me to have the accommodations. So I could leave the bathroom frequently if I had to, you know, or leave the bathroom, leave the classroom frequently in case I had to go to the bathroom. Um, I was able to have, you know, those 
snacks and different things like that in class. I was also, you know, allowed to have my uh, receiver, you know, what, whatever happens like that. Um, and then I was also mm-hmm. able to have um, the extra testing time as well. So I would definitely reach out or maybe go to your college um, college's webpage and add or type in IEP plan. Um, and you know, you can figure out how to get an IEP plan because diabetes will qualify you to have one. Um, and so that way you can get, you know, all the, all the, you know, proper accommodations because sometimes I don't know about you if you've experienced this, but I know myself, if I get nervous or if I get, yeah, I was just say nervous, um, or my anxiety is going crazy, my blood sugar will drop. And I had really bad test anxiety when I was in school. So I have to, like, definitely make sure, like, oh, my blood sugar is okay, you know, while I'm taking this test. So please look up um, IEP plan, which is, you know, of course, just the letters IEP um, and plan. And then, you know, hopefully we can get you an IEP plan so that way you can make the best of your time in college. Yeah, I will. For, I think I go back to campus probably tomorrow for a few classes, so I'll probably look into that and ask, like, my guidance counselor to see if we can't get into something mm-hmm. into detail like that. Yeah, that'd be fantastic for you. I, I'm i telling you, I definitely take advantage of it. Um, you know, it it's geared towards people who have, like, you know, special who or not have or who need special accommodations while testing um and diabetes for sure qualifies you under that so definitely try to look into that um also i think that um your can you explain um a little more about e-gaming and what that consists of in like like in regards to your diabetes, like I know that you were saying like sometimes you're like in the zone and you know, you don't get up for a while. Like, can you explain how that is on your diabetes? Um, so most of the time I'm on campus anywhere from 10 to 15 hours a day between classes and esports and whatnot have you. Wow. Um, I think I was on campus maybe 13 hours yesterday Wow. Um, yesterday alone and I'm on campus four to five days a week mm-hmm. um, so currently where I sit in the esports arena which is just like a basketball court or a soccer field but it's just a computer lab with super fancy PCs super like super upgraded like high quality parts in them I think one of our PCs alone is like three thousand four hundred like three thousand four thousand dollars wow and i think we have like 12 to 16 of them in our arena right now wow um so with esports comes a lot of sitting down getting into the zone like working playing what have you um so a lot of times i have this little mini backpack that i call my snack bag my diabetes bag um, it's got like my test strips, my meter, my whatever you may need is in that bag. Um, I kind of try to take that everywhere I go, mm-hmm. whether that be to class, to the esports arena, um, 
what also helps is that our director of esports is like family. He's like my boyfriend's brother. Oh wow! So he has a lot of like snacks and like extra like stuff put away for me in case I do need it when I'm in the arena and I don't have my snack bag on me. Mm-hmm. So he's really nice on keeping snacks in the arena, like put away in like a filing cabinet for me if I need them, or if somebody else. That follows me on the Dexcom app notices, hey, she's going low. I need to go take her a snack or something. Just a reminder, like have her pay attention. Be like, hey, go eat this. You'll feel better. I promise. Right. That's so great. That's so great. How is um, how is how difficult is meal our meals for you? Like, are you able to eat full meals every day? Or, like, how do you work that out? Because 13 hours on campus, that's a long time. Oh, I know. So we have a McDonald's and a Subway and, like, a local pizza place near us. So we Mm -hmm. try to rotate sometimes. Like, yesterday we went to Subway after we got off work at the eSports Arena. Mm -hmm. And it was, like, 9, 9.30 at night. So I knew I was like, oh, I'll just eat half my sub. Maybe it won't be as bad and I could just sleep and it'd be fine. Um, Some days I'm going from class to like McDonald's, grabbing something, going to the esports arena for the rest of the day or night or whatever time of day it is. Just trying to... Are are your hours... um... Are they the same every day, would you say? Um, They're they're different every day due to my eSports League work that I do. So I'm production assistant along with their Overwatch 2 game management. Mm -hmm. So every game, Monday through Friday, and then sometimes the weekends are a different game title. So every game runs differently. Every game has different times in their games. Um, I would say probably the only day of the week that stays the same is probably Thursday. Oh, wow. I can always count on Thursdays being extra long, extra, just extra, like, mentally, physically draining. Exhausting, yeah. I believe it. I think my Thursdays are like that as well. Getting ready for Friday, you know, trying to muster up enough energy to last throughout the week. (laughs) Oh, I know. It feels like Thursday should be a Friday, and then all my days get confused. By the my Friday comes, it's like, is it Friday? Is it Thursday? What day is it, really? (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Oh, my goodness. Thank you so, so much for being on the podcast. Um, Is there anything you'd like the listeners to know about um, as a newly diagnosed diabetic and as a, a new CGM user? Um, what do you think is a piece of knowledge that you gain that would benefit someone else? Um, I would say don't let diabetes scare you, even if you don't know anyone with diabetes. Mm -hmm. Like, for instance, my boyfriend never knew anything about diabetes. I'm like, download this app, just, just wait for the notifications to pop up. Mm -hmm. And I talked with Brandon about it from Embrace. 
I researched more about what the Embrace Foundation did, a little bit more on diabetes. Um, I just kind of didn't let it scare me. Mm-hmm. I'd say just don't let it scare you. It's a lot of information you're going to get at once, especially with uh, getting a new CGM. I had all of the paperwork, how to work it, how to use it, where to place it. Um, I would just say make it fun. Oh, but yeah. Don't make fun of it, if that makes sense. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Making the best of it. Making the best of a tough situation is is what I think we all have to learn how to do. And I feel like, you know, diabetes is just one of those things that, you know, you it's something that you have to live with, but it's not a death sentence. Yeah, I would say make fun of it. Just don't make fun of the, like, overall like illness oh yeah diabetes jokes are the worst oh i know They're the worst. right around halloween is when i started getting like oh yeah diagnosis and i was like this is so bad mm-hmm. i oh i feel for you i feel for you i feel that because every it's it's like as soon as you're diagnosed everyone's giving you like all this about like you know what you can't eat what you can't what you can't eat like you know, what you should do, what you shouldn't do, all these, like, homeopathic remedies, like, eating cinnamon, and... (laughs) Oh, I know. The amount of times I've, like, been in class, and my professor's like, oh, yeah, she can have food, she's diabetic, and others are like, why does she get food, and snacks, and special drinks, and I'm like, I'm over here, almost dead. Yeah, I'm I'm trying to be alive here, I'm trying to stay alive. It's like, it's like, you're like, you really don't want this. You don't want what comes with this. Like, this oh, is not all sunshine and rainbows. Between, I also have scoliosis in my back. Mm-hmm. So between my scoliosis and diabetes, I don't know which is worse some days. Yeah. I understand. I understand. Definitely not the scoliosis part, but just as the diabetes is, is a fight in itself. And oh, I know. Anything on top of that, I could just only imagine. Oh, I know. Most days I'm like straight up, straight down, straight up, straight down. And I'm like, I, I've got to figure this out. I, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But you, we, as here on the Embrace podcast, we are more than our blood sugars. We are more than our highs. We are more than our lows. Diabetes is not an exact science. Okay, no, I preach this in every single episode. It is okay to be high. It's okay to be low. But we can't stay there in either direction. <laughs> oh, I know. If we could just stay like a perfect 100, 120 all day. Oh, man, happy. I get so jealous of people who don't have diabetes when they check their blood sugars. Oh, no, I've checked my boyfriend's just for some, like, fun sometimes, like, after a meal. He'll be sitting at, like, mid-90. Right. Oh, wow. I'll look at my dice <laughs> comment and be like, you're in the 230s, like, like, great. We've all Plus been there. Not to worry about it. <laughs> we have all been there. We have all been there. Chloe, thank you so much for being a part of this week's episode. I appreciate you. Um, I have some more special guests coming soon. Um, I know for instance, I have about two other special guests that's going to join us on the podcast. But once again, Chloe, thank you so, so much um, for joining us this week. And I just want to say 
shout out to you for being so brave and being able to tell your story, um, being able to have that confidence in yourself about having diabetes and not knowing, you know, whether you're coming or going sometimes, but still able to tell your own story and, you know, inspire others. So I thank you so, so much. Oh, you are more than welcome. Thank you. Thanks so much, Embrace Podcast. Thanks so much for listening. Um, I appreciate every one of you, each one, teach one. Um, let's get the notoriety for diabetes. Let's make sure that people know the correct information about it. Um, I want to make sure that everyone is informed and, you know, have access to what they need access to. So once again, thanks so much for listening. Um, if you want, please don't hesitate to reach out. Like I said, I have um, a few people that are are wanting to participate and we're going to, you know, have things scheduled for them to come or, and um, be on the podcast. So thanks again, everyone, and I'll talk to you guys later. Bye. Hey, it's me, Brandon. Just wanted to um, add one last thing. Jazz did an amazing job, um, of course, as usual. What else do you expect? But wanted to add one last thing. Um, happy Diabetes Month. Happy National Diabetes Awareness Month. Um, we did a huge giveaway. Um, thank you to a lot of people who um, collaborated with us. Skin Grips, um, Sugar Hunt Collective, Lucas Part-Time Pancreas, um, Anti-Insulin Insulin Club. We were able to give away stickers, t-shirts, gift cards, um, CGM patches, a lot of fun stuff, um, and, and huge, huge, huge congratulations to all of our winners and everybody who are, who participated, um, and everybody who painted their nails blue. Um, we had so much fun this month for Diabetes Awareness Month, um, and we, I'm really proud of, of, of what we did and, and how we kind of all came together and, and were able to make fun of it and shed light on it. Um, and actually celebrate it. You know, we were able to raise awareness and celebrate it. Um, so huge thank you to everybody um, who participated and won something. Um, remember that Diabetes National Awareness Month is something to celebrate. It's something um, to look at yourself, give yourself a pat on the back, and truly celebrate um, all the trials and successes and failures um, that us diabetics go through every single day. Um, I think I've said this before, but diabetics make over 180 health-related decisions a day. So that's something to really look back on and be proud of yourself about because it isn't easy. You know that. Um, so happy National Diabetes Awareness Month. If you are wondering if you won something, go check out our Instagram. Um, I posted all of the winners um, and tagged everybody who won. So double check that. Thank you so much, um, everybody, for listening. And as always, have a great week. We will see you next Wednesday. And then we're going to go back to our regular, reg oh my gosh, regular scheduled programming of a new episode every other week. Thank you so much. This week on our volunteer highlight segment, I'd like to introduce one of our local volunteers down here in Arizona, um, Hayden Moore. She is extremely helpful. She is the person who writes the addresses on all of our packages, 20 plus packages a week, our addresses and the recipients packages. She writes a little note saying, have a nice day, stay strong, things like that. She's always thinking of ways to make our process more efficient, more smooth. She's always there in our storage unit, taking inventory. Um, she's ordered so many different things like shelves, um, 
and like little labels so everything is just so neat and organized and she's been such a huge 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 help um and asset to our team so i'd like to introduce her um hayden how did you get introduced um to embrace and and how did you what is your background with diabetes uh hi everyone um i got introduced to embrace because i knew brandon for a while um I didn't know much about diabetes before I met Brandon and he he really showed me how difficult it is to live with type 1 diabetes and I've always wanted to um do whatever I could to help, I guess. Nice. Um so tell me a little bit about yourself. What are your hobbies and what do you do when you're not volunteering with Embrace? Uh, <laughs> when I'm not volunteering with Embrace, I like to watch TV mostly. And when I'm feeling really energetic, I'll paint or garden. Okay, nice, nice. What are your top three TV shows that you're watching right now? Um, I'm watching Love is Blind, Bachelor in Paradise, which both uh, just finished, and Handmaid's Tale. And that also finished, so. Okay, okay, okay. Um, who is your all-time favorite Batman villain? Uh, the... Joker. (laughs) And um, out of everybody in the world, who do you look up to? Oh, um, he said, "Don't say me." Ew. (laughs) (laughs) Um, who do I look up to most? That would probably be my mom for sure. Why is that? Um, you know, I see all the beautiful parts of her and how she's overcome all of her um problems and i feel like genetically i dealt with the same issues so i look up to her for getting through it all nice i respect that um and then lastly what is one piece of advice you'd like to leave to our listeners diabetic related or not Ooh. um I guess my favorite piece of advice that I've kind of been living by recently is that, well, I don't deal with diabetes, so it's not totally diabetic related, but I, with any situation, if I'm feeling like not good enough or if I'm feeling like things aren't going the way I want them to go, um, I will look for 10 things that I like in any moment. It can be five things too, you know, just to kind of change your mindset, shift your mindset to a more positive thing. And then you're, you're actually looking for positive things after that. And uh, it always helps with my mood or anything, you know? (laughs) Cool. Nice. Thank you so much, Hayden. Thank you so much for all the time and effort that you put into Embrace. Um, It wouldn't be the same without you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for volunteering and making everything so much easier uh, for everybody. Thanks for listening to another great episode of the Embrace podcast with Jazz. You can follow Embrace on Instagram at Embrace3Movement or on TikTok at Embrace3. If you or someone you know has diabetes and needs supplies, you can visit their website at theembracefoundation.org and fill out a supplies request form. We'll see you back here every other Wednesday for a fresh new episode of the show. Until then, embrace, endure, and overcome diabetes. You are not alone.